0: director Ed Wood's cinematic masterpiece, and also regarded as one of the worst movies ever made, Plan 9 is so bad it's good. Alien invaders use their dreaded Plan 9 to reanimate dead earthlings. They wreak havoc and unleash a host of things bizarre, macabre, horrific, and just plain horrible. Using footage from a Bela Lugosi movie he was unable to finish due to Lugosi's untimely death, Wood provided once again he would and could make a film under any circumstance hubcaps on wires doubling for flying saucers stumbling living dead concrete visible beneath the fake grass and mattresses visible for actors to fall on are just a few of the unbelievable gaffes and goofs you'll see the result is a comical and campy spoof of science fiction movies themselves the cast includes tv horror queen vampira a host of zombies military buffoons and legosi in his last performance Plan 9 has taken on a legendary status of its own, and is a must for any serious cult film fan. I'm Corey, And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. And joining us live in studio today is Steve Nevels of the Bad Culture Crew. Good
1: evening, everybody. How are we guys doing?
0: Oh, we're here. It's a little,
1: everybody, little toasty. Everybody's here. Everybody's warm. Everybody's hot? We're living. Hot we're in living. the studio
0: today? Good. So, uh... As you heard, this week we uh, are going to bring you the movie Plan 9 from Outer Space. So, you know, uh, this is cult classic, and uh, Plan 9 is, like, the status of cult classic, it seems. Like a bad movie. And, uh, well, let's let's just get into it here. We want to talk about technical difficulties, our top three and bottom three things about this movie. What we liked, what we didn't like. Let's ask Steven. Do you want to hear the top three or bottom three that we have to think about this movie first?
1: I would love if you came up with
0: the top three. I, you know, that's probably a challenge in its own. All, All right, so I'm gonna go first here. Number three on the top three is that Vampira and Bela Lugosi, who played Dracula in the 1930s, were in the same movie together. Even though you know this all transpired and the Vampira scenes were all after Bela Lugosi had died, the fact that they had both of them in the same movie, these two undead icons. I just i like that number two the special effects in this movie they're cheesy they're corny they look bad but they just make me smile they make me laugh it's like the only enjoyable part is when something's going on like the fireworks exploding around the model spaceship i love that part and the uh the spaceships on the wires i can't see the wires in the dvd print i have because it's a piece of shit but i know they're there (laughs) and it just makes me smile it's beautiful yeah, you know, I, I definitely, I had a copy of it where
1: I've definitely been able to see the, the fishing line. Clear as day, I've been able to see the fishing line better than I see
0: the uh, the flying saucers. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. The, the copy I have has a uh, wor- word in the bottom right-hand corner, like somebody recorded it off TV and then made a DVD print of it. So, I, I don't know.
1: You know. Yeah, you might, you might have got like a VHS to DVD copy, which is just stellar. For, <laughs> as far as like, you know, because the production value of this picture is already in the toilet. So. You know, doing transfers like that, like, you know, reverse generations, you know, putting it to digital, I'm sure
0: totally hurt the, uh, the final product. And then number one, you know, Bella Lugosi was used in this movie, even though he was dead before the movie began production, and they took Tom Mason and had him hold a cape in front of his face. And that was the same character throughout the movie, which I think worked out well. And, and from, I thought that was awesome that they yeah was wasn't, like, wasn't well, weird at all. Well, Bella Lugosi's dead, but we're still gonna have him in this movie. And I love how this and, uh, Tom Mason is like uh, seven or eight inches taller than Bella Lugosi. And one of the uh, one of the original prints of the movie posters or VHS releases or something actually said on the cover. Almost starring Bella Lugosi, like that was a selling point to this movie—that it was almost starring you know, Bella Lugosi, Lugosi. Lugosi
1: has top billing in this picture; like he's in the uh, opening title cards. Yeah, and and he's so, in it for all. the like, main
0: selling point. That's what I mean. They hammed it up, and uh, and there's you know. only two scenes that Bella Lugosi's in. There's a scene where he's walking away from a house, and then there's the graveyard the shot, graveyard which shot, is right. reused like four times, but it's the same exact shot of him just standing there in his Dracula costume. All makes sense. And Paul All comes together. What was the top thing about this movie for you? What was number one? For number
2: one, I just love the fact this is Ed Wood's like magnum opus. This is like his work of art and it was just such an abysmal failure. Like it just really speaks volumes
0: on him and just his movies in general. And those are our favorite things about this movie. Those are the top three. Let's get into the shitness of it. What's the bottom three? What are the worst three things? Except for Tor Johnson's zombie character, The zombies look like normal people. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, they have white white makeup on. It's Vampira looking like Vampira. In a black and white movie, just the white makeup doesn't do anything. Right. You know, it just Vamp- makes him look like he's very sick. Vampira looks like Vampira. She's got, like, the tiniest waist ever, which she actually still holds that Guinness World Record, I believe. Right, but then she has the titties just popping out of that, that and, and then, shirt of hers. It's just ridiculous. And Tom Mason's just got a cloak in front of his face, so you can't even see shit with him. I'm cool with that. And and Tor Johnson, you know, he's got the little bit of makeup around his eyes and you know, the, the veining. The crow's feet. You know? And he he held know, his he, arms out in front of him, you know. He had that slack jaw. That. He was the most zombie-like of them all, but, you know, to be, like, zombies, and they really weren't. Uh, number two... Instead of showing things happen, scenes just kind of end like the graveyard scene when Vampira, Vampira raises her eyes, her hands at the grave robbers. The scene just ends and it cuts to something else. You know, they talk about the old man. He leaves his house and, and then dies. He just like walks away and it ends for a couple seconds. And then uh, Tor Johnson approaches the, the camera at one point in the graveyard and the screen goes black for I timed it. It was three seconds. Like what was supposed to happen? What was going on? He just Seven years later, he just walks at the camera and then blank. Like. did did they just kill me like was this the soprano season finale series finale that makes sense what's going on yeah but that was Ed Wood's
1: editing style it's just jumble as much shit up as possible i don't give a fuck what order this is in it doesn't matter because no matter what order i put this in the story's still not gonna make any sense so he could have literally given us like the first look into like a pulp fiction s non-linear storytelling and it would have been just as successful because it doesn't matter what order you tell this story in it doesn't make any fucking
0: sense it's art, it's and truly then art. that makes sense, right? <laughs> number one, this this movie just it could not hold my interest. It was so boring. The first time we watched this movie on Friday night, I was drunk the whole time and talking to people. I just couldn't, I just couldn't well, focus. You on and it. Ed
1: Wood share something in common. Right? And then, he was drunk
0: the whole time he wrote this. <laughs> so, Paul, what what were the three worst things about this for you? What was your bottom three?
1: Oh, that was a tough one.
2: Um,
0: to only number, pick three, yeah, to
2: only pick three, that was pretty tough. But um, for number three, I put like just. Really, nothing happened in this movie. It was kind of people moving around and just kind of saying things. I, I really didn't. I didn't know what was going on for half it. I'm like, wait, so they're bringing these three people back to life because to nothing. You didn't know world? what was going on because nothing was going on. Yeah, it's like so they're mad at humanity for. I guess they ignored them or something like, like that. Like, like pilot like, was sure. sitting around
0: like telling his wife, "Go get me a scotch." Yeah. You
1: know, you know, what's funny is why were they only able to bring three people back? Like, if they really wanted to yeah. get humanity's attention, it's like, didn't, wouldn't you bring, like, five or six back?
0: You I know think what they were I mean? trying like, to, like, test it out or something that that like was that. What, like, but that's like... what Axe Ax shirt guy was saying. He was like... Oh huh, well, this is this is a little success, but you know you're not making any progress. So like, shut and the fuck like, up, and I'm gonna destroy the planet. You know
1: what requires progress? Like if we do, let's do a thousand. Let's create a thousand of these fuckers and send them out there.
2: And for some reason, they're like impervious to like bullets and things. Like why? They're still just like, dead bodies.
0: But if you hit them over the head with a stick, and then they get turned into like
2: into skeletons and everything, it's like oh okay. I, I, dude, I love the medical examining skeletons
1: that they use for this. <laughs> this was amazing. That was uh, beautiful. That he he actually had the. Well, this was a fairly decent budget i think we you know like, 60000 $60, $60, 60 grand that 000. they used so um you know i think you can one, tell by these strings, i think 20 there. of it went to vampira and then they used the rest of it on just you know medical skeletons and uh, i'm sure those flying saucers probably co- cost 15 20 bucks a pop and fishing lines not cheap you know has got to think about it's a lot, that's a lot of cash it's a lot of coin pretty much in 1956? Right 56 yeah, 57. and then somebody was probably like, oh, this is an Ed Wood picture? Yeah, you're going to need thirty five grand in liability insurance. <laughs>
0: That's probably where the most of the budget went. I would they're like, to oh, Belagosi like, died, expands, we have to pay like... his family like $59,000. Yeah,
1: Belagosi was probably, a, that, that was probably a big thing. Um, not saying that anybody in his family probably got any money from this, because he was probably like, the test footage is mine! <laughs> 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 and then he just used it for, you know, to fuck off with, I mean, you know. hookers so- and blow. Yeah, that's it. I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? It's like I that's I can either burn all this old Belagosi footage that I have, or I could just write a whole movie around it. It's like, what am I gonna do with these with these two scenes that I have with Belagosi? I've got it Plan 9 from out face. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got like of on screen time. Yeah, I mean, you could probably clock it at um at eight or nine seconds.
0: Um, what's hey, right. what's next on the list,
1: Paul? Yeah, tell me more bad stuff that was in. Um, there. for number two, just like oh my god it was just
2: so slowly paced like for the most part this is like people standing around and waiting for the next scene. I really hated how when one of the one of the ghouls or zombies would approach somebody it'd be real slow you'd just hear screaming and then it'd be cut like you it wouldn't was, see them to that actually was, that kill that was them. was a
1: very strange part of the movie because I mean uh... nobody, nobody got touched and it's like they're screaming 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 and they're still like walking towards them and then we're into the next scene. For
2: number one I put just considering how legendary this movie is for being the worst movie ever i was just expecting it to be a bit more over the top maybe it was a version we had but i was like was expecting like just for scenery to fall over and shit like that for people to walk into the screen like oh
1: shit like holding a cup of coffee like walking out but i, think I only have one i only have like one really bad thing that that i just want to touch on and it's just the the continuity issues that plague this movie. Uh, like the the impending boom shots that you see um the people that can that, that literally have to read the script because they didn't bother to remember their lines there's a lot of times where uh set pieces don't quite match um there's a lot of junk cuts in the movie like people will be in one position in one shot and then when they cut to the next shot the one guys like across the room already and you're like what what the fuck just happened <laughs> and edward he didn't really seem to care like you know He, I think he's credited as the editor on this movie. Obviously had no idea what
0: editing means. The only continuity issue that I encountered during this movie is I would fill my drink, and then the next time I would go to take a drink, it would be completely gone, and I don't know where it went. It's Edward's magic. So I would have have to make another drink. Like, that was the only continuity problem that I had was my drink would just keep disappearing, like, over and over. Yeah, there's
1: some great ones. Like, you could probably count into the hundreds of the continuity errors that are in this movie. So, um... You know, that probably sits pretty high for me as why this, why this movie could possibly be considered so terrible. But, I mean, the other thing is the, uh, just the overall story. Because there really – there's so many holes to the story that about – and I think where you guys are losing what you, when you say, like, I just sort of like lost interest in it – is by about 15 minutes in, the, the story is so full of plot holes that you go, okay, I don't even fucking care anymore. Because none of this makes any sense. And it, at
0: its base, it could have been a great movie. It, it could have been. It could have been, but it, had it was
1: Ed would. so it wasn't gonna be.
2: <laughs> it was like, I, like watching it from the very beginning, you felt like you walked into the middle of the movie, because there were so many like continuity errors and stuff like it was like oh well, now we're
0: here in the movie oh, yeah. all of a sudden they're in the graveyard
2: talking about yeah. something
0: and, <laughs> and you're like what's going on here why are there
2: ufo's now there's zombies oh okay and it's not like
0: the
1: middle of the movie never ended yeah it just keeps going It's just one it's like, just like middle we're in, movie. we've been in act 2 for 87 minutes the movie was only 82 minutes to begin with let's cut to the narrator <laughs> at, at <laughs> this
0: point let's uh, let's get into something a little better you know we know not everybody likes watching the same kind of shitty movies that we do so we like to give every movie an a movie companion a movie of a higher class, a bigger budget, what have you, a more notable movie, you know, that's just the same movie as this B movie. So, my A movie companion for Plan 9 from Outer Space is Mars Attacks from 1996. 1990 sticks? From 1996. A good
1: year. That was a good, yeah, that was the year the Sticks came back. That was a reunion, reunion tour.
0: Um, starring Jack Nicholson and. Yeah, Glenn. a million other
1: people. Glenn, uh, Close, was other Glenn Close,
0: Ving Rhames. Um, and basically, you know, I'm sure Adam Sandler was in, it too. in Mars Snyder. Attacks and Plan 9 from Outer Space, both races of aliens originally come to Earth to make friends or make peace with the planet in order to help it, but ultimately, you know, decide to destroy the humans. Plan 9, because people are like, huh, that's a radio wave coming from space? I wonder what it means. And the aliens are like, you're not listening to us, man! we're going to kill you. And in Mars Attacks, you know, they come down and they're like, meh, 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 And they release doves, and they go, meh, and then like start shooting people with Larry Guns and shit.
2: Is this some Muppets invading or something? Like that? I, th- I
0: think it was just a whole ship full of Beaker. <laughs> I think they were, yeah, I think it was uh, Jim I Henson would watch creation. <laughs> um, yeah, in both movies, the aliens actually do fly in a flying saucer. Um, uh, people die in both movies. And, you know, I, I'm sure that there are some other things out there that are the same between these two movies. I just don't give a fuck enough to, like, watch Plan 9 again to find out. So, so Mars Attacks, 1996, as cheesy and as B-movie-esque as that was, it was a, a big movie at the time. It's a higher caliber. And uh, it, it was high budget, and it's actually it's really funny. compared to um, Plan 9. It's all a context thing. So... You know, th- there you have it. Mars Attacks, nineteen ninety six, is is an A movie version of Plan Nine from Outer Space, nineteen fifty nine. Paul, what do you have?
2: Awesome. So, for my A movie companion, I've got the nineteen sixty eight film Planet of the Apes. Uh, well, both these films are science fictions, or both um advertised as science fictions to a degree. Um, both fe- feature a race of beings traveling to a new world. In um, Plan Nine from Outer Space, the alien invaders travel to Earth to eradicate the species or enslave them, or they never really explain that. Um, And in uh, Planet of the Apes, the human astronauts travel to what they believe is an alien planet. Uh, Both movies feature a particular species trying to overtake another species. In Planet 9, the aliens attempt to reanimate the dead in order to take over the Earth. And in Planet of the Apes, um, the apes attempt to keep the humans enslaved and imprisoned to keep them um from rebelling. Both these movies have screenings at select theaters every so often. Like um, there's a local theater where where I live where they have all these obscure movies every so often. They'll play Planet Nine from Outer Space, but they also play um, um Planet of the Apes every so and, often. And so. Troll Two. And Troll Two. So maybe Troll Two is an A movie version of this both movies are considered cult classics by a lot of people, because even though Planet of the Apes was well-received, it really doesn't have a huge fan following. That is the reason why
0: Planet of the Apes is just an A-movie version of Plan 9 from outer space. So if you want to see an A-movie version, you can watch Mars Attacks from 1996, or you can watch Planet of the Apes from 1968? 68. Yep, 68.
1: 68. You know, there's another great uh, A-movie choice instead of... uh planet uh, Plan I from outer space and that's uh, the 1952 version of the day the Earth stood still and it's basically the same social message which is uh, you know we are housing this technology and technology is advancing too far um, you know we're technology is getting away from us and uh, if we're not careful uh, it's going to be the downfall of all of all of humanity and all of the universe um, and it's done uh, you know both movies feature flying saucer both movies uh, you know, alien, legitimate aliens come and invade Earth, legitimate. and um, th- you know, this movie uh, came out seven years earlier than Plan 9 from Outer Space, and delivers the message that they were trying to convey with this picture so much more intelligently, and they do it with, uh, s- the, it's so much more visually enticing, and it's amazing to think that this movie was, again, in the 50s, but almost 10 years earlier. If you're looking for something that uh, sort of is in the same context. It's a black and white picture. Um, It's from the same time
0: era. Check out The Day the Earth Stood Still if you haven't seen it. It's time for Drink Away the Flick. Drink Away the Flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. If you want to drink away this flick, here are some ways to do it. Number one, every time someone speaks, take a drink. Number two, every time someone is on screen and doesn't speak, take a drink. Number three, anytime you are bored by what is or is not happening, take a drink. Number four, you know what, just fuck it, just drink, because it's a lot more exciting than anything this film has to offer. And then number five, because it's cult classic month, take a drink every time you find a connection between the movies we review this month. Last week was Troll 2, this week is Plan 9 from Outer Space. They're both considered cult classics. Take a drink. Um, they both have a group of a different species trying to kill humans. Take a drink.
1: They both have a woman in it. Take a drink. Take a drink. I feel like so, Ed Wood secretly
2: directed Trolls too. so just take a drink for that. He came back for a day. Well, both, it both
0: movies were originally titled something different. That's true. Take a drink. Perfect. So, Paul, what do you say how to drink away this flick?
2: Every time Cr- Criswell narrates the movie and isn't sure what time period this is set in, take a drink. Every time you notice a film prop that wasn't supposed to be in the movie, take a drink. And every time you can see the fishing line when the UFOs are flying, take a drink. Because it's
1: just glorious.
0: Steve, would you like to add any drinking Absolutely.
1: games? Absolutely. Uh, what you need to do is you need to get an IV from either a nurse or a doctor friend. Put that into your, uh, into your vein. And then put the other end of that IV into a beer can and just, and just let it flow, man. Just let it just... Because... Within the first, like, 10 to 15 seconds, you'll
0: be feeling totally better than this movie would ever make you feel. And uh, Doctor's orders. That's it. So those are your ways to yeah. drink away this flick. You know, if you do want to join us next week as we continue Cult Classic Month, we'll be doing the 1980 found footage classic Kit Cannibal... Mm-hmm.
2: Fuck you, Pop, ha, We're finally doing no. it! No!
0: Cannibal Holocaust Fuck next you.
1: week. Be there for it. Couldn't I'm be here for that one? Come on, man. <laughs> Why
0: the fuck? <laughs> because I hate You're it. an asshole. <laughs> that's a great, no, that, that's a great movie, man. It is. Oh, so much rape. So much rape. going to eat spaghetti while watching it. It's the best. It's going to be great. Oh, I might have some roast beef. So, uh, you know, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or like us on Facebook at b-moviebros and into the much better podcast that is Bad Culture Crew. You can check them out at their website. They have a full website. Yeah, you can
1: go to badculturecrew.com and find us. Uh, talk to us about anything uh, on this show or anything on our show uh, at Bad Culture Crew on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Find uh, me at Bad Culture Steve on Twitter and Austin at AustinDNLS. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for letting me come on out here and uh, just talk about uh, this fucking piece of shit. It was, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming in.
0: It was, it was good to have you know, somebody else in the studio. So.
1: Very cool. We'll have a website eventually.
0: So, uh,. Until we meet again, be brave, be alive, be back next week.